And we're live. Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Presents Meet the Athletes of the Semifinals. Before I get to my guest, I need to thank my sponsors. RX Smart Gear provides world-class jump ropes, grips, and other gear for us all. Use discount code CLYDESDALE15, all caps, for 15% off your order at rxsmartgear.com. Mobility Movement, MVMNT, is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a free seven-day trial. Our listeners get an additional month free when they use the code Clydesdale Free Month at mobilitymvmnt.com. And finally, C4 Energy, delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use cl- when you use Clydesdale at checkout at c the number four energy.com. That's c4energy.com. And I am pleased to introduce you to Mitch McLoon, semifinalist of the Mac. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. So in 2021, you were the world's fittest teacher and fittest military person. Yes. Did you do occupational games this year after or defend your championship? No, I did not. I was part of me was kind of like, ah, maybe I should hop back in and see if I can go uh, two for two. But uh, obviously, semifinals training, everything kind of took priority on that. Last year, I, I missed out on it. So I had the opportunity to compete in something else. And it was cool uh, just by the nature of the job to kind of have those two hats I was wearing. So I got to I got to win both of them. So first time champ. There you go. And uh, what branch of the military do you serve? Uh, I, I was currently um, at that time last year, I was active duty Air Force. I was a ROTC instructor. Okay. Uh, I worked at ASU. Uh, so while I was there, I was active duty Air Force and I taught a college's uh, level accredited class. So it was pretty cool to, to kind of do both of those. Since then, I've actually transitioned over uh, into the civilian world. Uh, okay. that side of things. So I'm now Air Force Reserve. Uh, so still could have done the occupational games, but I'm no longer a, uh, a college professor at this point. Okay. Are you teaching at all? Or is that a passion that you think you'll get into? Maybe from a coaching um, perspective? Honestly, it wasn't until I got that job that I realized how much I liked teaching. Uh, it was it was pretty great experience. The, the way the ROTC uh, kind of environment works is you you teach the cadets uh basic military training stuff throughout their time uh they're their four years at the university and then while you're in that role you teach a air force leadership studies class so i got to uh teach a junior level collegiate class all about like leadership and and that stuff so it it was great to kind of facilitate those discussions and kind of get get outside of the box in terms of uh, my typical military duties. Uh, definitely. Yeah. I, one of the athletes we interviewed for the Mac is actually an ROTC student. <laughs> um, and so, and if, as long as it didn't blur too much, I think it's Cam Crockett. Yeah. Um, he's competing at the Mac. He's an ROTC student and his fiance is as well. Oh, and, uh, that's too funny. That's awesome. What, uh, what branch is he? After 39 of these, Mitch, <laughs> I th- I want to say it's Air Force, Air Force, but I I don't know for sure. Oh damn! I'll have to uh, I'll pick his brain while he's there. That, that's too funny. Yeah, yeah. I, he's he's from the Cleveland area, mm-hmm. um, Akron area. He's actually at University of Akron. 
oh, okay. here in Ohio. Um, but why I can't remember the branch offhand, I don't know. But yeah, that's pretty cool. And you guys will be at the same semifinal. Yeah. A professor and a student. Yep. So you've been all over the world with your, your fitnessing. You've done the Australian uh, CrossFit Championships. Yep. What took you there? Uh, the opportunity to go to Australia was what took me there. Like, uh, couldn't pass that one up. You get the obligatory picture with the koala in the background there. Oh, there you but, go. Um, yeah, I was always one of the people that was like super close to the regionals when when we were in that format. And uh, then like when everything went to sanctionals and there's no more regionals, uh, I think you saw like little, it was definitely like two parties. There was the people that were super close and they're like, ah, screw this. Like, I can't do it anymore. Like I'm never going to make it. Or me who was like, oh, sweet. Like now I can just, I got an opportunity to get some cool travel in, get some competitions, test myself against the, the fizz people out there. So I was like, bring it on. Um, so I qualified for that one, went down to Australia, uh, promptly got my butt whooped by everybody down there, but it was a, it was a fun experience. And then I went down to uh, Argentina too. So that was a fun one to do. Down the there. South fit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what's all, that's what I think we're going to miss about sanctionals going away is yeah. um, those people that were close in regionals, you know, you had an opportunity to make some money. Um, you got a chance to travel. Now, some of those payouts weren't that great, but got to see the world yeah, uh, and do a little fitness. Yeah, never would I have thought that I would find myself in uh, Argentina in my wildest dreams and then down there exercising and getting to experience it. So that was that was awesome. And so uh, are you an underdogs athlete officially now? Yes. So that was one of my points of... Uh, of I came in with that because I watched uh, your previous episode with Justin, and okay. it was titled "It Was All Underdogs Athletes" or like discussion with him. So I was like, "I'm going to get it mentioned on a podcast. I never get mentioned. Like this is great." <laughs> and you rattled through everybody, <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, damn!" <laughs> Close. I didn't. I didn't know you were officially there. I still had you as. Were you a training think tank for a minute? Uh, no, I, I did mayhem for a while. Okay, um, mayhem. Before um, kind of coming over to under underdogs and everything. So, yeah, that that egg actually wasn't even the intention of that interview with Justin. It just yeah. sort of kind of ended up that way, and and I apologize. That's why we're giving no, your own your own spotlight right here. Right, I appreciate it. I was going to say that wouldn't be the first time that happened because last year, um, with the occupational games, like I the won the military and then I won the teacher and I was like, sweet, I'm going to get a shout out on their little rundown show. Like, that'll be cool. That'll be my 15 seconds. And then uh, they pulled up the leaderboard and my name was on there twice. And I was like, there's no way they can't mention that. And then they just rattled off and they, they're like, Oh, sir. And so won it for the fire department and over to the women. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> So that was pretty funny. Can't catch wow. a break. Yeah, I actually we we actually um got in touch with Shaylin Laurie last year. She was fittest law enforcement officer. Yeah. And now this year she won military and law enforcement. And uh we've become really close friends with her because of the occupational games. So maybe we'll have to keep following you because of that too. Sounds sounds good to me. 
Um, and I think I think she's going to be at Mac too, um, on the on a team. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So all kinds of stuff crossing paths right. here. So are you in Vegas now? Did you move from uh, from Arizona? I did. So lots of not only the the exiting of the active duty military world the last year, but uh, like major life moves. So moved from Phoenix to Vegas. Um, yeah, it was just uh, kind of the perfect storm of things lining up uh, where like I had done eight years in the military I was coming up on. And my hand, when you get your next assignment, you have basically it's a seven day period where you can say, okay, cool, send me there. Or, you know what, I think I'm going to go in a different direction. And I got my assignment and it was less than ideal. It was not kind of where I wanted to be, especially with my life situation and where I was at in eight years, like the moves kind of wear on you a bit. It, it, you start to know when it's a little bit time. So I was like, you know what? I think this is a great opportunity. Uh, significant others in Vegas, like everything was kind of lining up perfectly where it's like, you know what? All right, cool. I'm out. Uh, went over into the Air Force Reserves. I got a sweet civilian work from home job. So I got a cool home office and yeah, just living the dream now. So it's it's been great so far. It's awesome. Awesome. Well, speaking of the elephant in the room and the significant <laughs> other um, Kyra was on this afternoon at noon yeah. and she kind of told us who your plus one was. My co-host interviewed her and your mm -hmm. plus one for the Mac is. Yeah. She's, she's like, uh, she's a pretty good athlete. She's pretty, I think she's pretty well known within the space. Been to regionals in the games a few times. So I think she'll know a few people at the Mac, but you think uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny. The, everybody's got their jerseys and stuff for um for everything for underdogs and all that stuff and uh i am affectionately known throughout the the training camp as uh carrie pierce's boyfriend so <laughs> that is uh that is on my jersey and she will be my plus one uh coaching me up in the back so that'll be fun to have her there it's great not not a bad person to have in your corner uh oh, the no. fittest american woman in history right yeah um so pretty cool there um yeah. i i will be honest with you i follow this sport very closely i do not follow that stuff and i did not realize that that's who you were until yesterday <laughs> doing there research <laughs> so that that's how little i follow that kind of stuff yeah i was just following you the athlete yeah that's me yeah so i learned something new there you go um so the workouts have been released have you had a chance to look at them and maybe test a few? Yeah, um, I've had the the barbell complex. We've done that a few times to just kind of get used to it. Um, we actually did the uh, GHD overhead squat one today, so that was that was fun. I I like those movements. I'm very good overhead and uh, on my hands, so uh, looking forward and, to that. And one GHDs, sure. you should have good power abs. Sorry, had to had to yeah. go there. Very stable core for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the, definitely for the, the barbell one. Um, I've got a little bit of a background in Olympic weightlifting. I dabbled there for a minute. Um, and uh, yeah, so that'll, that'll be a fun one. Hopefully I know some of the last dude into the semi, I'm going to be the first dude uh, lifting at, at uh, event one. So hopefully I can put up some good numbers and kind of set the tone for the weekend. So that'll be fun. 
Yeah, I actually had Olympic lifting in my notes. Um, I did notice that you have competed on that stage as well. Yeah. Uh, did you kind of go back and forth a little bit or um, yeah, start at one and honestly, go to the other? Olymp the only reason I did Olympic lifting um, was like completely through. I was the kid that walked into a CrossFit gym and I just I've always had kind of a knack for moving myself around a barbell. I think I'm not super strong and, and strict stuff where. Uh, it was always natural for me to like, oh, I can't lift this high enough. I got to drop under it. So like squat cleans and snatches came super easy. Um, the first CrossFit gym I was at, somebody was like, hey, you're, you're really proficient at this. Like you should try like going to a meet. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, I did one or two meets. I was like, oh, I got, did pretty well. Um, and it was always something I did on the side. I never trained like exclusively for it. But if it was like, hey, if I can just compete in CrossFit and train CrossFit 24 seven, and then still qualify for nationals over here, like that's pretty cool. I might as well go to nationals. So yeah, I did that, um, went to the American open finals a few years. Uh, so yeah, it's been, I don't know how many folks can say that in the, in the competitive CrossFit world. So that's kind of cool to, to have that. Yeah. You and uh, Tia, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she went to the Olympics. So there's yeah. that. But uh, yeah. I did have, I don't know if how deep into the Instagram you, you went, but I did have quite the experience on the Olympic weightlifting stage. I, uh, I dropped 350 pounds on my head in front of uh, a national audience. So that was super not embarrassing. I, I um, did not dig that deep. I need to though. That video is on there for uh, anybody that wants to look down. Make sure you watch it with sound on. Uh, so previously, this is for a lesson for everybody out there. Um, like you see Rich Froning do his jerks without without his thumbs on the bar. And you're like, man, he's like the fittest guy to ever live. I should probably try and do my jerks without my thumb on the bar. And they feel really great. And you feel super powerful. And everything's fine and dandy until the one time where you punch through a little bit too hard and that bar comes forward and then it'll drop straight down onto your skull and uh, and be super embarrassing in front of thousands of people. So don't do that. Um, Is that why that's happened to me before? <laughs> yeah. Not 300 uh, pounds, thank goodness. But yeah, I, I don't wrap my thumbs. I would uh, take a look at that video and then maybe maybe think yeah, about maybe i'll start <laughs> but yeah. but now i uh i don't release the hook grip on anything so that was a great lesson uh gotten better there so yeah yeah no, like snatching i love the hook grip i i love the hook grip on the snatch clean and jerk for some reason i just i lose it it's tough for people with mobility but you, you do a little bit of extra work when uh when that happens to you so yeah yeah, I've been working with this mobility movement and my my front rack mobility has increased so much in that time. Nice. Um, so I probably have the mobility now to do it. I just have a bad habit. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it only takes one time. Yeah. So you, you go, what are your goals going into the Mac? Uh, everybody's got the generic goal. I probably, you've probably heard it on here 39 times. If you've done 39 interviews and they're like, I want to come in, I want to do the best I can and perform to the best of my ability. Or you get people, probably the top folks that are coming on to take a spot at the CrossFit games. Uh, obviously 
for me, I am the last dude in, literally 120, 119. I think I was tied for 119, so I s snuck in there quite a bit. Um, I, I want to come in and I want to show that I belong there as like the last guy. Like it's not like I didn't squeak in here. Like I belong with with this field of athletes. I can compete at a high level. I can hit some home runs in some events. Uh, some probably be a little less good for me, but uh, show out and, uh, and just be proud of the effort, proud of the performance. Uh, so definitely that's like the overarching goal. I don't really have a numbers goal in mind or anything like that. Uh, I want to have fun, obviously, because there's only so many times you get to do something like this too, especially for somebody who's been very close. Well, a lot of times it's, this is not lost on me, the opportunity to kind of get out there and do something like this on this stage. Um, and then selfishly, I, this is like a goal within the, the, um, the underdogs crew and everything like that. Uh, I do. I think it'll be hilarious if I get mentioned on the telecast as Carrie Pierce's boyfriend. Uh, so, so that's what I had to check off the list. Uh, but that maybe a heat win in there. So that would be fun. It's like underdogs bingo. Yeah. He said Carrie Pierce's boyfriend. All right. That's so I get check, N36. Check box. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nice. So I, a couple questions out of that one, I got to let you know, not everybody has answered that way. <laughs> there are a couple, and we're not really doing the big names because they have they've had their spotlight to be introduced. Platform, yeah, um, but some of them, some people have come in and it's like I, I want top three, top five, and I'll be honest, I was like, okay, there you go. Everybody's got to have a goal. Um, Underdogs is taking three people to the Mac. Yeah, we got a solid crew. So, how much more fun does that make this experience? It definitely helps knowing that I'm not going to be the only individual there. Like you got folks in your training group uh, with Kyra and Danielle, obviously. Um, it's fun uh, kind of going back and forth with Kyra. I know we're very similar uh, athlete, athletically uh, levels wise. Danielle is kind of in a whole nother universe as far yeah. as that stuff goes. Yeah. So it's it's a little less fun to try and compete with Danielle on a day-to-day -day basis because you're just getting your face smashed in. Whereas somebody who is more uh, along those lines, we can kind of go back and forth and push each other. And it's really great. And uh, yeah, just kind of having that comfort and that like training environment of the familiar faces there for sure is going to be great. Well, and one of the, one of the things I don't think people consider is because three of you made it, you have three coaches passes Oh, so yeah. you actually get more coaching, more coaches in the back to help that you all out. Take over the whole back there. It would be fun. Yeah. Um, last question. It comes your Sunday evening. Competition's over. What's the first thing you're going to eat when you leave the arena? <sighs> Me and Carrie are on a mission uh, in Vegas to find the best fajitas you can find. I don't know. I feel like Knoxville is not known for fajitas, but is that that is both of our kind of go-to foods and stuff. So we will be definitely doing some Googling and some research to find like a good Mexican restaurant there to kind of to kind of go and get after it. Nice. For sure. Yeah. I was at TFX in Austin. Yeah. That's where I've had the best Mexican food ever. Fajitas Ooh. and tacos. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good places here. 
uh, out in Vegas for sure. The, the, the food is uh, definitely, definitely something you, you see, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what Knoxville has to offer. But yeah, we had Mexican with Justin when I was at West coast classic. Yeah. Where'd um, you go? I knew you were going to ask. Uh, Justin ordered it. I I just went and picked it up on my way to his house. Oh, so it was okay. like Monday after West Coast. I would probably say there's a place called Juan's Flaming Fajitas that's really good. Uh, I don't think that was it. I think it's like super. There's Nacho Daddy, which is like super touristy, <laughs> but that's our favorite. That's pretty bomb. Uh, obviously, the nachos there are amazing, and they uh, they light the fajitas on fire when they take them to the table. So it's like. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Oh, man. I got to try that out. I'm yeah. actually bummed West Coast wasn't this year. I had so much fun in Vegas last year. Yeah, it's a great place. Like, uh, people don't realize that Vegas is very much not just the strip. It's uh, really similar to Phoenix, actually, for making the move. Um, but, yeah, I love it out here. It's it's awesome. It is a little bit toasty. I think it's 105 right now. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's great. Yeah, driving out by where like the mountains start, like that's beautiful. Yeah, like that's where I'd want to spend my time, not in, not on the strip, but um, yeah, Red Rocks is like a great part. There's so much like trails and stuff to do. It's awesome. Yeah, we uh, we've been promised to come if we come out that Ivy and Jax are going to take us on a hike. All right. So, yeah, looking forward yeah, to I that at some point. Might have trouble keeping up with Ivy. She is. Uh, oh, I know. She'll be gone run and climb and do whatever she wants. She's, she's wild for sure. Well, Mitch, I want to thank you so much for jumping on. This has been a blast. Uh, I'll be at the Mac. Uh, I'll awesome. be in the media pit. So I uh, trying to get content and some interviews that coming off the floor. So after you hit the, that big number on event one, we might have to grab you and see uh, what happens. Hopefully. Awesome, right, man. man. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. It's been great. Yeah. And we'll get you your 15 seconds that way. There Love you it. Go. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, Have a man. great rest of your night, and we'll see you soon. You too.